0: The cicadas are coming. It sounds like we're getting infiltrated by tiny little bugs. Right. But if you haven't heard, and you definitely will hear them once they get here, because, you know, they're cicadas. But a rare double brood of cicadas are coming to a neighborhood near you this summer. Uh, there's two different species, and they've been, I don't know if hibernating is the right word, but one since 2007, one since 2011, and they're expecting to emerge this year.
1: So there are different cycles, apparently. There's Uh, 17-year cycles. 17-year
0: cycles. So we're going to find out, because here to tell us more about what to expect, why it matters, is the Wisconsin bug guy and director of UW-Madison's Insect Diagnostics Lab, PJ Leash. How are you doing, PJ?
2: Good. Thanks for having me on today.
0: Yeah, we're so excited. I love talking to you. You have made bugs so interesting to me. <laughs> and so hopefully we'll have enough time to talk about some of the other bugs. Because I think yeah. people are also probably wondering, with such a mild winter, what can we expect for bugs this summer? But let's start with cicadas. How many cicadas are we talking about, PJ? As
2: a whole, we're talking about billions of them coming out this year. With a bee? But yes with a b (laughs) that's a lot of them uh with the the two broods that are popping out though so they occur in different geographic areas And and the 13 year brood which is popping out that's really to the south of us like the southern half of illinois and missouri and places like that so we won't see those up here but the 17 year brood broods 13 uh, that one does make it into parts of southern Wisconsin, and those were last out in 2007. I'm kicking myself because I missed them then. That was the summer I moved to Madison for graduate school. Uh, but I'm going to make sure I see them this year.
1: So southern southern portions of the state, so we're talking Kenosha, Racine, and Walworth counties? Is that that the stretch down there?
2: Ye- yeah, they make it uh, really from the, the Lake Michigan area uh, to the Mississippi Uh, in terms of the counties. They do also make it as far north as into Dane, parts of Dane, uh, and also as far north as like Sauk and Richland counties, just on the north side of the Wisconsin River. Uh, But out of all the areas in southern Wisconsin, uh, probably the single best spot to see these, if you want to see them, would be Walworth County, specifically the Lake Geneva area. That is just a very consistent spot for reports of these. Uh, There's some parks on like the north side of the lake, which would be a pretty good uh, bet if you wanted to see them.
0: But cicadas don't harm people. Like this isn't uh, billions of mosquitoes the size <laughs> of bite, birds Kristen. that are going to, you know, really be a nuisance. They're they're mostly just make a lot of noise, right?
2: Right, right. Yeah, they're in a nutshell harmless to people and, and pets. Uh, interestingly, whenever there's a big emergence like this, Uh, If you hop on Google and and do some sleuthing, folks have made cookbooks for these. So they are technically edible. Uh, They don't Mm. really bite or sting or anything like that. Uh, The only thing they can maybe impact us from a human standpoint is if you are in a hot spot, there can be an awful lot of them. So they might be blocking your driveway and sidewalk and could be maybe a little bit of a nuisance. You'll probably notice them more for the sound, though. And unfortunately, there's not much you can do about that. If you are in a hot spot for cicadas, and they are out, and when the adults come out, they're going to be out maybe upwards of a month-ish or so. Uh, if you have plans for outdoor weddings, graduation parties, <laughs> outdoor concerts, you probably need to find some sort of alternative plan or move it indoors, because it's going to be pretty loud.
1: And it gets to a wow. point, too, PJ, that I recall just from the last time this happened, is that like you'll walk into the house, and there'll be one on your shoulder. Like You won't realize they're like... They're kind of clunky, but they'll land on you or they'll be on your clothing or you'll brush up against something and one will stick to you or, or climb on you. And then all of a sudden it's in the house.
2: Oh, right. Yeah. And again, if you're in a hot spot, there's going to be an awful lot of these. So sometimes they can hitchhike, show up in weird locations.
0: And so how <laughs> loud is an individual cicada? versus? Because I, I assume it's like crickets when it's... There's, it's the, the mass of them ah, making yes. the big noise. It's the, it's the symphony of crickets. It's the symphony of cicadas. But how loud is an individual cicada?
2: Yeah, that's a good question. So I had been wondering that uh, that same question myself, and I was doing some digging online, and it depends. I, I found some uh, YouTube videos of folks like recording cicadas, and if you have them up close, right next to a microphone, It can be close to like 90 to 100-ish decibels if they're inches away. Um, But in general, what most folks will expect in those areas, if there's a chorus of of males calling from a tree, it might be in the ballpark of 70 to 80-ish decibels, which is kind of in the range of a a busy road or a vacuum cleaner.
0: Got it. All right. Well, what other bug news should we be aware of? Is this mild winter going to totally make this summer bug infested?
2: not necessarily um when we think of, of things like that uh, you know one insect that comes to mind would be mosquitoes and it's a little too early to tell what's going to happen with those i think what we really need to watch is how much rainfall and precipitation we get this spring that's a bigger factor there but with the weather patterns we're seeing what i'm expecting at the moment if the warmth continues we're going to have insects popping out earlier in the season um, maybe they'd normally pop out in May, but they might be popping out in April, for example, and if we have an extended warm season, so basically a longer growing season, extended fall, early spring, um, there's some insects that might be able to squeeze in extra generations, and so that could sometimes be potential problems to farmers or gardeners and, and things of that nature, uh, Another thing that can happen, though, is we have some insects that maybe aren't quite here in Wisconsin or not super common. Maybe they're in the southeast corner of the state and they fare better in places like Indiana and Kentucky. But with mild winters, sometimes those insects can press farther north into the state. A good example of that would be our praying mantids, which aren't native here. Ooh, that'd be cool. But Mm -hmm. when we have warm winters, they move northwards. If we have a brutal polar vortex, it kind of knocks them back south again.
1: PJ leash before we let you go i you, you mentioned the mild winters and whatnot i'm I'm still seeing it we have box elder bugs. I saw one walk walk around the house yesterday like and and because of the mild temps, I assume and because of the sun like the outside of our house will have those silly I think they're box elder bugs like just kind of walking around they don't really cause any issue but they're just like alive they're just and well there. it's February they seem like they're wandering around yeah
2: and it just has to do with the the warmth that we're getting right now it's in the 50s, in a lot of areas this week, and uh, they can become active. Otherwise, they would, uh, on a more normal winter, they'd be hunkered down uh, with the cold temperatures, but being cold blooded once it warms back up again, uh, their activity can resume.
0: All right. Well, PJ, thank you as always for joining us. We'll have to check out that uh, cicada cookbook. Yes,
1: we'll have like <laughs> cicada oatmeal together. That'd be great. Oh,
0: crunchy.